0: Welcome to the 30-Minute Week Podcast
1: on WFUVsports.org. Yes! We are 18 days into the month of April and on our third Tuesday of this month with means. Another episode of 30-Minute Week Podcast yeah, is here and ready for you. I am your host, as always, Reed Horner, joined by... Manny Adeye, who I'm going to have to address something with in a second. Oh, oh yes, you will. (laughs) Our man, Charlie Maciano, is coming from behind the glasses, our third host today and taking Manny on on our next sports show. Charlie, Charlie it's nice to endeavor this thing with you, you know. And then shout out to Michelle Mitchell holding it back or holding it down as our producer for today's show. Can't wait to hear from you for the headlines. Uh, There's something i got to address, though, real quick. I want to shout out to you guys listening. You kind of pointed this out to me on Twitter. It's very embarrassed. Uh, if you guys didn't catch last week's show, Manny over here went to, to claim our Sports Trivia Challenge, 30-Minute Week Sports Trivia Challenge championship belt from Corey Miller, who had it. Mm-hmm. And they had an epic showdown, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, I miscounted, though. So I had named Corey the champion oh. when Manny actually had a higher score. The champ is here. So I Hello. have to officially say, everyone welcome. The newest 30 minute week sports movie, no, it's movie, movie sports huh. trivia champion. Yeah. Many a day. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, you know what? Well, I just want to say uh, thank you to the fans. Uh, thank you to, uh, to everybody on Twitter who knew Reed Miscounted and things like that. You know, you, you helped me out. You called it for me. Uh, you know, thank you to everybody. Thank you for Meg, Charles behind the glass and everything. I love you guys. To okay, death.
1: okay. Okay. Okay, <laughs> buddy. <clears throat> Let's go. And also, Charlie, like I said, here to challenge you, right? Yeah. But we changed it up a little bit since you guys love it so much. And we're not going to have a championship match every week. So, Manny's going to go up against Charlie. Hold the belt. But even if he loses, he'll still be our champion. The new rule is as someone who comes on, you need to win two um, consecutive sports trivia challenges, no matter who it's against, to then challenge whoever has the championship. So, you're
2: you're telling me I have to wait two weeks to win the belt? Uh,
1: Oh, excuse me. Wait. Wow. Okay, then. Okay. But. That is the that is the idea. If your confidence falls, um, follows
2: through. All right, so we'll see how I do today, and then okay. keep okay. going from there.
1: All right, before we do that, we Love need to it. get into the past week's headlines. It's been a crazy week in sports. Uh, Michelle, what is our first headline? First off, we have the NBA playoffs. One weekend in, how do you think those games are looking so far? I tell you what. Tell
0: us. I am Hear ye hear ye. Hear ye hear ye. The champ speaks. Uh, you know, I'm I'm liking the playoffs so far. Uh I think one of the most interesting things that a lot of people aren't really noticing, well, people noticing that is that <clears throat> Paul George is really calling out his teammates these days. Like he called out uh CJ Miles for, for take for not giving him the ball in the first uh, in the first game. And then yesterday he calls out CJ Miles again, no, sorry, he calls out Lance Stevenson. For the
2: body language. For the body uh, language. Throughout the game.
0: And I'm just like, wow, like, you know, this is is something you, this is uncharacteristic in players that we've seen in NBA players before. Like, you don't really, like, every single game you're calling out players, like, listen, it's not my fault. No matter what your stats are, you don't point the finger at your teammates. That's just wrong.
2: Well, if I'm Larry Bird, I'm looking to trade him next uh, trade deadline, maybe to the Lakers or wherever he wants to go because – yeah, he is the leader of the team, but I don't think I don't think Paul George wants to be in Indiana anymore. Yeah. You can clearly see it through the way he's playing uh, throughout throughout the season and now in the playoffs. They're obviously not going to win the cap. They're not going to beat the Cavs this series. So I, I think it's just time for Paul George to move on.
1: This series, I believe is your spot on with they're losing it. That game 1 was the only chance they had to steal it. And the Cavs, while their defense really does scare me, we can talk about that in a little bit. I think the Cavs defense really needs to sh- sharpen up. They were in control of that game the entire time. LeBron oh, yeah. coasted sometimes. LeBron took over Some Kyrie took over. They were just really well-rounded, especially offensively. Uh, while the same end, Paul George has to carry his team just for them to be in it. So they're definitely going to die of either fatigue or just have an off night. Um, but is that really what surprised you guys, or is that just a notable? No,
0: no, that was just a big story. Uh, but just to, just to finish off that game, I like how the Cavs play. They they legitimately they have their big three, and whoever's hot, In whatever quarter there is, they're going to get the ball and they're going to dominate.
1: So, I I think honestly disagree with me that Chicago uh, Celtics series was not only the most compelling, but it was the most surprising. I think first to my condolences to Isaiah Isaiah Thomas lost his sister. Yeah, that's really hard. Tough tough one. Night, pretty much the morning before that game, unbelievable. He comes out and just dominates. Thirteen points in the first quarter. The Celtics jump out. He talks about before that game how they are a disrespected one seed. And they end up losing to the eighth <laughs> Chicago at home. Um, while I don't think Boston's the number one team in the Eastern Conference, I did not see this happening. I thought Chicago wasn't even going to make the playoffs. Uh, why did this happen, guys? You know, it's funny
0: because I think uh, what we're noticing with this uh, Celtics team is that there really are, unlike uh, the Pacers and Oklahoma City Thunder, who are dominated by you know one superstar, they kind of still only depend on Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, but Al Horford's there, but he's kind of getting old, you know.
1: But if your guy's a twenty nine year old point guard who's five foot nine, as far as great as he is, I just can't believe you can't build a franchise around a six foot. Uh, or south of that uh, guy, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that.
2: Which is another reason why I think they haven't traded that that Nets pick yet. Because I, oh. I think that they're going to want to try and get Lonzo Ball or Markel Fultz or one yeah. of those guys. They're going to need. True. it. They're
0: going to need it because right now the Bulls don't look like they're going to. I think what they should have done. are like they going to lose?
1: I think what they should have done. And it's karma coming right back around. I think. Before that trade deadline, they should have taken all those picks and got Jimmy Butler, yeah. who was available. Because yeah. Jimmy Butler makes this team a title contender even against the Cavs.
0: And watch Jimmy Butler hurt them in this series. He's going to. He's going to go
1: back and forth. I don't think Celtics are out of it. Another upset, honestly, it's not as big an upset, I think, as Chicago-Boston. But Milwaukee goes up north, crosses the border, faces Toronto, who was in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. True. And defeats them. They now lead... One to nothing. What do you guys make of this?
2: That's why I am going to say I am going to disagree with you on why this series is the most shocking. Because coming into the season, you thought that the Bucks were going to have Jabari Parker and Giannis Antetokounmpo and all these other guys, but they're not. I didn't think they would be playoff caliber or enough to beat the reigning Eastern Conference semifinalists.
1: I guess I just looked at that matchup being. Toronto not only has Kyle Lowry, who's a great regular season point guard, but I always call him the gingerbread man in the playoffs because he crumbles under pressure. <laughs> right, but they <laughs> okay. also had... And, and the Bucks can't shoot, but neither can Toronto. If you look at DeMar DeRozan, he scored a lot of points, but it was a very inefficient night. And what Milwaukee came in there onto Thon Thon Maker had three blocks. They were just big, physical, got to the rim and played defense. Didn't I'm not gonna say I called that one, but the Chicago one is that we you know once he loses to an eight in the NBA, that's rare. Never yeah. mind the first game, but I see where you're coming from, Manny.
0: Honestly, I think Jason Kitch is doing a great job. Great with, point. I know yeah. one
1: of the best coaches in the He's league. He's doing all-
0: a great job with uh attended the combo. Like we're seeing him play amazing basketball. Like the guy led. He sorry, he was in first of all. He led his entire team in every
2: every stat, category, yeah. every
0: category, and he was top twenty in the league in every category. This is like this is unprecedented. He was the first guy to do that ever. So we're seeing some great coaching and some great play from him.
1: Utah steals the game from the Clippers. Joe Johnson, game-winning layup. Now, let's talk about the end of that game real quick. Chris Paul scores early. Utah then gets the ball with about 10 seconds left. They do not call a timeout. Obviously, Joe Johnson scores, but was that still the right call? If you guys are calling that like, last-game situation, do you call a timeout set up your offense, or do you prefer that kind of just go get at the rim, don't let the defense set up?
2: I would just I just would have done what they did. They went out and got it, and worse comes to worse, you go to overtime. So. Exactly.
1: Even if you're down, though, guys? Because I had this philosophy. No, no. I don't think you should call a timeout because I think you allow the defenses to get set up. And exactly. NBA defenses, no matter what team they are, are legitimate defenses. I mean, so... I think the element of surprise is sometimes your best weapon.
0: Yeah, you know, the thing is, uh, I agree with you. I think we're all on the same page of that. You don't uh, call a timeout. The funny thing is, the Clippers had the foul to give, you know, so they could have fouled and then reorganized, regrouped, and got what they need to do, you know, defensively. Yeah. But, hey, you let let Joe do what he does, and he's going to put the ball in the basket.
1: That That's a fair point. Joe is good at putting the ball in the he basket. He is, yes. Quote that, Michelle. Put yes. that on the wall. Put, put that Many a day. Yeah. From the champ. So I'm going to save the uh, battle of MVP and MVP runner-up for our last game. Let's talk real quick. Golden State, Portland. Golden State comes out on top, but uh, McCollum and, and Lillard, McCollum scores 41 points. Lillard scores 34. Katie and Steph Curry combined for 61 points. This was a hoop mixtape like game. (laughs) Any (laughs) thoughts from this, though? Even after all that scoring, I think maybe the best performance came from Draymond Green 19 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists, and five blocks. Is Golden State beatable? Because Portland gave them everything they had, and still they lost.
2: Well, first, before we talk about the thoughts, I just want to say Kevin Durant might not even play tonight with (laughs) a strained calf. Very big. Although uh, although he's not going to be in the most likely not play tonight, it's not going to matter because the Warriors are going to sweep. The trailblazers in the series.
0: Yeah. Uh, are they beatable? Yes. Will they be? <laughs> P- Portland played their best game. Yeah, but they're nowhere near as good as that team. That's why they lost. Well, the
1: problem I always think with, with Lillard and McCollum, their game is great to watch, but they require a lot of dribbling, which means they don't get their teammates involved, which I think ultimately you can't you can't beat a team like Golden State without moving the ball. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, Lillard said uh, Portland in six. <laughs> good luck with that.
1: Portland in six and 20. Twenty-three, Westbrook and Harden. OKC is now down to the Rockets. Westbrook does not get the triple double. Harden scores thirty-seven points, seven rebounds, nine assists. What is happening, guys?
0: I tell you what's happening. Uh, Westbrook has no help. Like it's we knew this. We knew this. We, We knew this. And it's funny though. And that's the thing. I'm happy you said that. Playoff time comes around, and what are you supposed to do as a team? You're supposed to elevate. They're not moving. In fact, they're even going down a level. It's it's hard to watch because the man has no helps, and yet he has to take pretty much a lot of shots all year. And I see why, because yeah. he, he legitimately has to take these shots. And James Harden, man, he is he's balling. Uh, this system it makes it look real easy for him.
1: The system's a great point too, as well. Charlie Westbrook had nine turnovers; Harden only had three. If Westbrook wins the MVP, are we making a mistake?
2: I would have to say no, because just with the fact that he. He did average a triple double, something no one has done since Oscar Robertson in like the nineteen sixties. Although I did pick uh, in a previous show Add on pick and on picking pod that James Harden would win, should and would win the MVP. But after after he broke that record, I really think that Westbrook deserves it now.
0: Listen, uh, and I know this this is is overlooked, but it's a regular season award. This series right. should, should no, not... That, that is a fair point. It should not impact it, but I know it will, but it's a regular season award. No, no,
1: the, the votes are already cast, actually. It's a weird thing. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the, NBA, chance, the NBA is stupid. They're, they're stupid sometimes. Just stupid. Like that kid brother that you love, sometimes <laughs> you're like, why did you eat dirt? Anyways. <laughs> no,
0: my, my kid brother did not do that. No, <laughs> I,
1: I, uh, neither that, but someone else who wishes he was eating dirt rather than dealing with his situation is Eli Manning, Michelle. With the memorabilia scandal that just happened coming out in the news recently about helmets that were sold to be game worn and they weren't actually what are your thoughts on that
0: you know i really and i don't want to say i dislike the manning family but i have great reason to as a patriots fan to not like eli and try to be unbiased and i'm i'm gonna be very unbiased but i have great reason to not like eli And as a Patriots fan who's seen Peyton knock us out of the AFC Championship a lot and not make the Super Bowl, I can hate Peyton. Back to the memorabilia
1: scandal. (laughs) 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 Not your male preference of the man. No, but
0: seriously, um, uh, he's guilty on all accounts in my eyes. Again, that is so... What do you mean? they so irresponsible yes, it, to say. What? It's, it's right on the scandal. But <laughs> I feel trial like. This
1: doesn't even start until September.
0: He's guilty. If you're a Patriots what fan, you, you need to have some sympathy
1: for I, someone you, being. I'm
0: so unbiased imbi- in saying he's guilty because he did it. And
1: you, I'm you, being biased. And just, you got mad about the whole deflate gate thing about how people got mad at Brady. Because... Yeah, but Tom Brady did not deflate balls. Okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, man. <laughs> Tom Brady Charlie, Charlie, not Charlie, deflate the balls. Charlie, be my voice of reason. What's going on in this situation? Is this a big deal for Eli Manning or are we overblowing it?
2: I think it is a big deal for Eli Manning because the Mannings throughout football have been known to be like untouchable throughout the league. Yeah, the
0: first family. Who even gives them that yeah. title?
2: And uh, so anyway, Eli- this when this news came out, I was actually really shocked because I figured that the Mannings were like very genuine. And ex- excluding the thing about in un- the University of Tennessee with the alleged uh, rape thing with Peyton Manning, but that's for an- another day, another story. But as for Eli Manning, I as a Jet fan, I think that he should be. At least fine. I don't know if he's going to get suspended for this, but what he did was really classless, and I really didn't like. I did, really did not like what he did with faking the mem, faking game used helmets and game used jerseys. It's like what if a kid bought that or a dad bought it for his kid, and you find out years later that Eli Manning actually did not wear it, and he did, and he didn't even sign the helmet. It just really, really rubs it's me disgusting. the wrong way. It's disgusting.
1: I, I think you guys are you
2: just, rubs me the wrong way. So
1: you're overboard. This is too much, guys control your hormones. No. What this situation is, is you mentioned Eli Manning being like a royal football family, and that's a perfect example. We're going to keep it in our own political spectrum. We talked about this before the show, but I looked at the Mangs like the Kennedys, right? Yeah. Oh, so, so, It pisses me off to even put them the It does hat. hurt his image, but this is not some kind of big scandal in which he's doing this stuff to, what, make money or whatever. He makes $8 million off the field from sponsors. He doesn't make nearly that much money off of memorabilia he signs. What this pretty much was in my eyes, and you look at the email or whatever, is he's a he's a Manning, which means he's a very busy guy, and he's required to do these signings, required to get this done. So I think you know what he's he's in his busy life. He's just kind of like I don't I don't know where this helmet. He's a is. busy just, guy. Who's just, not busy? I wore this on a field. No. Sign it. Like no. I'm not saying he's no. I'm not. Say, okay, listen no. to me. Listen to me. I'm not saying he's in the right. I'm not saying he's good. This, he shouldn't have done this. This is wrong, but. We're not going to demonize him as if he's creating some kind of NFL Ponzi scheme and memorabilia. Like, this is not happening. Made a mistake. If he gets suspended for it, just like I thought, and both would be overblown reactions.
0: Granted, but, but it's not. hasn't it been overblown with Eli, though.
2: Do you really no, think so? No, it's not even on ESPN. It's not.
0: Why? Because he's in the first family, and he can get away with crap like this. If this was Tom Brady, Lord have mercy. And Tom
2: right. Brady has a, should Warren have a better legacy have, than Eli and Manning. He, thank you.
1: He I should feel, have a better I feel, legacy. I feel like we're not going to really uh, get anywhere with this because you guys want to put your tinfoil hats on. No, right I'm just now, saying, I'm just, unbiasedly, I mean, he is guilty, you know. Before we get to our trivia challenge, we have one more headline, I believe we got to at least mention. It's a pretty important one. What is it, Michelle? The Jackie Robinson statue that popped up at Dodger Stadium for this season, the first statue that was at Dodger, that is at Dodger Stadium at all. 70th year anniversary of Jackie Robinson when he broke the color line uh, in 1947. Real quick, I'll go to Charlie first. Just what do you think Jackie Robinson not only means just to sports, baseball, but I mean, how much of an effect did he have on American culture?
2: Well, he had a big effect on American culture considering that he was the first African American to play the game baseball and he was able to allow African Americans uh, back then and now to play the game today. And it, it's not even just for baseball, it's for all sports in general. he's just such a great pioneer for the sport for all for all sports and without him, I don't know what I don't know what the baseball world would be like today
0: you know it's interesting because as our good friend Bob Aarons was telling us on Saturday, he did more it was just more than just sports, you know Jackie was kind of before Martin Luther King and all the other guys Malcolm X and things like that, so what he did was pretty uh open the door and start the the movement you know to uh and it's 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 an accomplishment for all African Americans in the Amer- all African Americans in America, yes. But it's a accomplishment for for people worldwide just to see you know people break the color line.
1: It's yeah. I always thought we talked about this on on Saturday too. But it's just what I thought was so special about him. Yeah, he broke the color line, and that is an amazing feat in and of itself. But the accomplishments he did while well on the on on the field really kind of and, it, and it, whether it's it's not PC, but quite frankly, he's the first uh, black player. He's like, can they are they're probably thinking back then, are they any good? Exactly. Can they, and if he comes out and quite frankly he's average, it would kind of embolden people who have racial tendencies to be like, look, they aren't good. These are not my own words. I'm putting in yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah my, right, 1940s right. racist guy, but they aren't good. Yeah. But the fact is, that he hit 137 career home runs, 197 steals over 10 seasons, one Rookie of the Year, won a World Series. This man did everything, and he not only paved the way, but I think he, he did it with so much pressure on his shoulders that he should be celebrated far outside of just baseball.
0: And It's funny. I think I think we celebrate him now, but he was probably there's a hundred percent chance he was not celebrated while he was playing. You know, right. he was
2: he was going through a lot of turmoil, and it's good to see that he performed at a high level. It's great. You talk about pressure. I don't think any of us or anyone today would be able to handle the pressure that. He, that he went through back then, especially now with social media oh, yeah. and all, and all the with the internet it's just a totally different world and that's why I, I give him credit I give him a lot of credit for what he did.
1: Well said guys well said now let's hopefully your hope your answers for this next part are going to be as good as your headline responses because it is time to start the next matchup of our 30 minute week sports trivia challenge. Let's do it. Over here, to my right, we have the challenger. He is in his first year here at WFUV. And the man who's already getting that belt sized up for his waist. His name is Charlie Maciano. And then to my left, Let's Charlie's go. right. the circular table, guys. His name is the defending champion. Yeah. After some corrections, he is Showtime Manny himself. The defending champ Manny a day. No oh yeah, oh yeah. listen, our producer is doing me, but uh,
0: I see she's not even a contender, so I'm not even going to worry about her, <clears throat> Megan.
1: Alright guys, so this is kind of the inaugural game of our Sports Trivia 30 Minute Week season. No, this is not for the title, as the other ones were, so if, even if Man loses, like I said before, he won't lose his title. And there's going to be a little bit of a change to the format. Instead of one of them leaving the studio, they're going to stay here together. They're each going to get 10 questions, they're going to go back and forth, back and forth. If they get the question right, they get three points. If they get the question wrong, they lose one point. If they don't know the answer, they can ask for multiple choice. Once they get the multiple choice, they will then have four options. If they select the correct option, they will get two points. But if they don't, they will lose two points. We'll see how this thing goes. And then there are overtime rules, but we'll talk about that if we get there. So It's not going overtime. Oh, wow. The trash talk. Listen, hey, listen. Hopefully I can back it up. All right, so Manny, as the defending champion of the thirst... Anyways, Manny, do you want to go first or do you want to give it to Charlie? Uh, I will give it to Charlie. All right. So, Charlie, let's get this going. Question number one. Which team hosted the New York Knickerbockers in the first-ever NBA game? Multiple choice. Is it A, the Boston Celtics, B, the Toronto Huskies, C, the Philadelphia Warriors, or D, the Minnesota Lakers?
2: I'm going to go with the Toronto Huskies. Correct!
1: You get your first two points. That's great job. Of this matchup. Going over to you, Mr. Two Chains himself. What city was the famous Miracle on Ice game held? Ooh. In what city? Uh, can I have a multiple choice, please? Of course, you're going to ask for that. Yeah, I t- Is it A, I, I New York do. City, New York? B, Moscow, Russia? C, Lake Placid, New York, or D, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania?
0: Uh, I know somebody from Harrisburg, but it's C.
1: It is. That is two <sighs> points for Manny a day. We're all tied up here going into our third question. Charlie, how many home runs did Barry Bonds hit the year he set the MLB single season home run record?
2: Multiple choice.
1: You guys are just full of information. Listen, hey,
0: top. you never know, okay?
1: Is it A, 73, <clears throat> B, 68? C, 77. Or D, 92.
2: Four more seconds. i go with B.
1: That is incorrect.
2: Uh, and
1: it goes over to me now? Charlie loses two points. Manny. Who won the Heisman Trophy in 2007? Uh, multiple choice. <laughs> multiple choice, please. I promise you guys out there, we do know sport. They are just, they just. <laughs> it's just we you, you know too much. That you we know too much. Need, That's what it is, know? right? Okay. Well, a was it Sam Bradford? B Troy Smith? C Mark Ingram? Or D Tim Tebow?
0: What year was Tebow so dominant? Was it?
1: Oh, you got three seconds.
0: I'm gonna go Tim Tebow.
1: That's correct. Okay, oh. there we go. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Who has won the most Olympic gold medals?
2: Michael Phelps.
1: What kind of question is that? Are you sure?
2: I'm gonna go with it because that's okay. Well,
1: what? That's three points for Charlie. Oh my goodness! Hey, you had to just get a chance to get that question as he did. That's not trivia. Three points for Charlie. He hits a deep one to get himself back in this that's game. That's Those of you listening who can't keep track, Manny has four, but Charlie just came back with a three-point shot that's not of his trivia. own. Down by one. Now shut up, peanut <laughs> gallery. <laughs> Who has the most career rebounds in NBA history, and man? I get that. Uh, multi-choice, please. Is it A, Wilt Chamberlain, B, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, C, Bill Russell, or D, Tim Duncan? <laughs> I'm going to go with Wilt, A. Eh? And I'm going to give you two points for that.
0: Oh, yeah, of course you are. because you give me a question like that? You give him
1: Michael okay. Phelps. You chose, Michael you, Phelps. You chose for him to go first. If you would have gone first, uh, you would have gotten uh, that card. You know cry, what? You are correct. That's that's oh. on me. Okay, go cry someone who cares. <laughs> Charlie. What is the only circumstance in which an NFL team can score one point? To give you a little context, it hasn't happened since 1940.
2: Then I'll multiple choice it if it hasn't happened since
0: 1940.
1: Of course. It's smart, man. Hey. My dog. Is it A, a kickoff safety? B, an interception return on a two-point conversion? C, a safety during an extra point conversion? Or D, a sack during a QB kneel?
2: I'm going to go with B again.
1: And I'm going to have to take away two points from you. All picks. right. See, that makes up for it. That's all a hard right. hard one, all right? right. That, that, was, that was tough. That, that was, was tough. That was that tough. tough. So now, do I get the question? No, no. We're just going oh, back okay. and okay. forth. Sorry. Sorry. I know the to it's that. too easy. And then you have I... three options, all that kind of stuff. Now, right. I mean, Maybe think, in the future. The but one. for now, Manny leads the game 6-1. to one. You're going to have to make a quick comeback. Manny, which NFL player has won the most regular season MVPs? Oh. Uh, multiple choice. I'm going to get this. Is it A, Peyton Manning, B, Tom Brady, C, Joe Montana, or D, Bart Starr? I'm going to go with uh, A, Peyton Manning. Pulling away with this one. Uh, Manning has uh, eight God. points now to Charlie's uh, one. Come on, Charlie. Uh, We're on the ninth question. you got to come back. Who hit the game-winning shot with 2.1 seconds left in the 2008 Men's College Basketball National Championship?
2: Was, what, what was Yeah,
1: See, I read his mind before you even done. Was it A, Derrick Rose? B. Mario Chalmers. C. Kemba Walker. Or D. OJ Mail.
2: It was uh, Mario Chalmers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's
1: two points for Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. All
0: right. Congratulations.
1: All right. Okay, coming back to the beginning. Manny, which boxer earned the most amount of money from a single fight? Uh, multiple choice it. Was it A. Floyd Mayweather. B. Muhammad Ali. C. Manny Pacquiao. Or D. Oscar De La Hoya? Can I, uh, can I get the most choice again, please? Was it A, Floyd Mayweather, B, Muhammad Ali, C, Manny Pacquiao, or D, Oscar De La Hoya? I'm going to go with Floyd. I'm going to have to take away two points ah, from you, Manny. I
0: knew it. it was probably...
1: Uh. See? Charlie's now. Manny has a lead still, but it's dwindling 6-3. to three. Charlie, you could potentially tie things up here right now. For which NHL franchise did Tim Horton play with for the majority of his career?
2: Is it the Ottawa Senators?
1: Is that your final answer? Yes. Unfortunately, it was the Toronto Maple Leafs, Woo! so you lose one hey. point. Thank you. Manny that. has six right now, and Charlie needed has that. Thank you. two. So, Manny, we're getting close to the end here. Which team selected John Elway with the first overall pick in the 1983 NFL draft? Oh multiple choices. Was it the Miami Dolphins? B, the Baltimore Colts? C the Buffalo Bills or D the Denver Broncos? I go with D, the Broncos. Charlie's still alive. Oh, that is now four to two. Oh man, look at that. Manny's still in the lead, but losing it fast. Charlie, which NBA franchise has the third most NBA titles? The third most.
2: Multiple choice. Oh.
1: Is it A the Boston Celtics? B, the Miami Heat, C, the San Antonio Spurs, or D, the Chicago Bulls. He could potentially tie things
2: up right here. The Bulls.
1: We got a tie game. All right, all right. 4-4, to Charlie's coming back. There you go. We have six more questions to go, guys. The pressure's getting on. Many. In which year did the United States of America choose not to participate in the Summer Olympic Games? Only happened once in history. multi choice, please. Was it A nineteen eighty, B nineteen forty seven, C nineteen thirty six, D nineteen twenty two? See, this is why you multiple choice. I'm gonna go with A. Coming back with his own hand. Right, That's two go. points for Manny. Let's go. Six to four. Manny now leads again. Charlie, who was the first WNBA player to here. have a shoe named after her?
2: Is it Maya Moore?
1: Is that your final answer. No. (laughs) So you want multiple choice?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) The indecision is real here, guys. Is it A, Candace Parker, B, Cheryl Swoops, C, Diana Taurasi, or D, Sue Bird? I'm going to go with A. And I'm going to have to take two points away from you, Charlie. That was a hard question. It was Cheryl Swoops. Nike, by the way. I mean, that makes sense. Swoops. Manny. That's not why. I mean, Manny. No, but what university did Tiger Woods attend before he dropped out and turned pro? Uh, Multiple choice, please. Was it A. Georgia Tech, B. Harvard University, C. Stanford University, D. The University of South Southern California? Tiger did not go to Harvard. (laughs) I'm gonna go with C. Wow, that's two more points for Manny. Uh, Eight to two. I guess he's the champion for a reason. Charlie, you're gonna have to start pulling a miracle out of your butt like they did in 1980. In Lake Placid. New York, by the way, Manny. What were the Roman numerals for this past Super Bowl? L.I. Hits a dagger three. Not dagger. Uh, a deep three to get himself back into this. Charlie now has what five What kind points. of question? Manny has eight. We have three more questions left. Getting down to the wire exactly what we want, guys. Manny, which soccer player has won the most World Cups? Uh, Individual soccer players. Uh, Multiple choice, please. Is it Lionel Messi? David Beckham, Pele, or Cristiano Ronaldo? Pele. He's very respected, so he got, it has to be Pele. What a match, guys. All it is right. now 10-5. to 5. Charlie, you're going to need to not only score on this one, but it, man's going to have to mess up to go into overtime. You're going to need to hit this three-pointer. So I think multiple choice is out of it.
0: Yeah. Who yeah, is Charles. the only
1: athlete to ever hit a home run and get a touchdown In the same seven-day period.
2: I'm guessing Bo Jackson.
1: Is that your final answer? Yes. And you're still reigning champion. He is now two-game win streak. It is Manny a day. Yay wins and. This next match, so Charlie, unfortunately, oh, the yeah. answer was Dion Sanders, oh, not Steve. Bo Jackson. While well, they did both play, Deion Sanders is the only one to actually do it in a seven-game period. Wow. So congratulations, that was tough one. Manny. That was tough one. Even though this wasn't a title match, it was our first-ever regular season match. Charlie, you still got two more games to win consecutively to come at the champ here. So for now, Manny.
0: I feel like a wrestler defending my title, like Eddie Guerrero or something. He had the match like every week, RIP. Uh, okay,
1: yeah. Anyways. That was about as good as your answers to the questions. <laughs> Unfortunately, now that our match is over, Charlie's going to walk out a loser. But I, hopefully we all out of here walk out winners because we just spent another 30 minutes together on a Tuesday. Yeah, we did. If you guys want to email us questions, join the conversation, whether it was about reactions to what you guys just listened to in our trivia challenge. I'm sorry for
0: calling you Megan. Or the Michelle.
1: topics. Michelle. I love you. The email is 30minuteweek at gmail.com. It's 30, not the word 30. Our Twitter is at 30minuteweekpod, and Instagram's the same thing. Again, the 30 is always the numbers, not the words. Anything you guys want to say, plug before we get out of here?
0: Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, it, was, it was a good fight. It was definitely a good fight, actually. It was a good, good match. You had some easy ones, and you also had a tough one at the end. But man,
1: uh, I'm happy to defend my title. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, even though it wasn't a title defending like I just said, Manny. I defended it, though. Okay. Your pride. Thanks again to Michelle for out there supporting our Michelle show from behind no, the glass. not Megan. Thank you to our two competitors and hosts. We had a great show. I hope you guys out there enjoyed it as much as we did. We will see you again next Tuesday here on the 30-Minute Week Podcast, a product of WFUV Sports. Bye for now.